Wait, who is this? Who is this? When did I follow you? I have no idea who you are. Oh my God, stop with the stupid tea ads. Okay, two more minutes on Instagram and then time to work. Why do people post three pictures in a row? Is that allowed? What is this blank picture? Oh, okay, it's because they have an Instagram theme. Honestly, I don't understand people with themes. It's too much damn maintenance. Although, damn, this theme does look mad legit. Oh, this picture is so cute. What's the caption? Chilling on the beach and feeling great. Thanks to my favorite weight loss tea. Oh, shut up! Should I start an Instagram theme? Oh my god, look how many friends they have. Wait, oh my god, do I have friends? You know what? Yeah, maybe I should call my friends over so we can take a picture like this. Okay, I like this outfit. Tap for details? Don't mind if I do. Dress is $104? Girl, bye. JK, I'll take two. Hello, priorities? Where are you? Let's take a deeper look. This is... This is... Open... The podcast... The podcast that documents the journey... 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 The journey of building and launching Open Shop. The small business geo Welcome back to another episode of Open Up Shop, the podcast. My name is EA Green, and I'm your host, and we're here to navigate the ups and downs of entrepreneurship and conquer those obstacles by just getting started. All right, so if you listen to the skit at the beginning of the episode, you hear that we're talking about social media today. This should be everybody's favorite topic. And I got some help from a YouTuber by the name of Lily Singh, and the name of her skit was called My Thoughts While Scrolling Through Instagram. So in today's topic, we're talking about how to use social media properly in a sense to kind of create your story and not to actually sell anything. And, and it sounds very counterintuitive, but I think, you know, it's been proven time and time again that it goes a, a lot longer of a way by doing that rather than just being saying, hey, you know, do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? Do you want to buy this? So before I introduce our guest for today to talk about social media, I want to give a shout out to Winston Starts for allowing me to come into their offices today in order to uh, interview our guest for today. And I just want to give you a little information about Winston Starts. Winston Starts is a startup incubator dedicated to nurturing entrepreneurs and helping them develop and scale their business ideas to a level of sustainable success. So if you want to learn more about Winston Starts, you can find them in Winston-Salem at 500 West 4th Street on the 4th floor in downtown Winston-Salem. And you can also go to their website at winstonstarts.com. So the person I have here today who I believe who would be able to help me out the best is I have Taryn. So Taryn is the CEO of One Crafty Miss LLC. And how you doing, Taryn? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. All right. So Taryn, can you let the listeners know a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm Taryn Drez. Uh, I'm a creative business coach and the founder of One Crafty Miss LLC. Mm-hmm. Um, I work primarily with female entrepreneurs, okay. um, typically female makers and creatives who mm-hmm. really just want to make more money doing what they love. Mm-hmm. Um, so I help them feel really confident and gain that clarity in what they want out of their business okay. um, and kind of hone that crafty skill into something that can be a full-fledged opportunity for them to really pursue what they love while making the cash that they need. Okay. Um, and that can be anything from one-on-one coaching. I do group sessions, workshops. Um, but really, it's just about helping them with anything from 
their marketing and their branding to pricing strategy, confidence, and pretty much anything that a business owner needs. All right. Awesome. Before we get started into the conversation, talking about using social media to engage and not to sell, um, can you let everyone know what gets you started? Oh, man. What gets me started? Um, <laughs> I feel like, honestly, it's there's so many different things, but one of them is just as a business owner, I think what pushes me and got me started in the beginning is still what gets me every day. And it's really just having the freedom that I want out of my life. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's something you relate to, but no, I, I definitely understand that. Yeah. yeah. Like I think everyone has a different why Yes. and knowing your why is super important. Um, and it's going to shift as you grow in your business, as you grow in your life. And for me, I feel like the one constant is wanting that freedom, wanting that, yeah that time and that space to do what I feel like I'm meant to be doing Mm -hmm. and feeling like I have a mission behind what I'm doing and not going to a job that I'm dreading, (laughs) Um, having a schedule that allows me to work with people that I love to work with, but also spend time with family, have some self-care time, um, be able to really choose what that kind of like how I want to design my life. Um, And that's what gets me going. That's why I push. That's why I work a million hours when I need to. Um, That's why, you know, I'm constantly figuring out what's next. Um, I think it's really, that's what gets me started is just knowing what does that freedom look like and how do I get to drive it? Yeah, so that actually reminds me of of a previous episode where I I referred to an entrepreneur.com article where um, basically it's like five reasons when you know it's your time for you to launch your business. One of the pieces said, when one hour or one day of the bad over, you know, basically is so much better than, you know, 10 hours of like you doing something else. So in terms of like in your business, right? So, and I, reason why I say that is because, you know, I feel like entrepreneurs, we, we like the highlights and the lowlights. We kind of, you know, even though it's not perfect, it's not, you know, we don't want to live in that space, but we have to yeah. understand how to appreciate those things in order to be able to say, look, like I know what the end game is for this and I know what I'm looking to get out of this. So it's just kind of perfect. So I definitely understand where you're coming from. with oh, that. Yeah. And every, like you said, I like how you said the low lights and yeah. the highlights because yeah. it's true as a business owner, you're going to have a ton of those low moments, um, yeah. especially as entrepreneurs, because you're figuring so much out as you go. Mm-hmm. It's about growth. So being able to appreciate that and being like, okay, this wasn't a failure. It's a lesson. Yes. Um, which can be very hard to, you know, hone in on that. To and, look and, at it as a lesson. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's true. Gen- generally speaking, I tend to feel that same way where I'm like, okay, maybe that wasn't my most amazing moment, but yeah. I learned something from it and it helps you have even more of those amazing highlights. Exactly. All right. So let's get into the nitty gritty per se about the... Uh, the discussion today. So our topic is going to be about using social media, about more about engaging, you know, with potential clients and potential customers and not selling what you're actually in business of doing. Yeah. All right. So before we kind of get into a little bit of detail about that, let's kind of provide the listeners a little bit more color about where one crafty miss comes from. Okay. So what's the origin story? So um, I initially launched one crafty miss um, as a creative lifestyle blog in okay. 2014 um, at the time, I had been working for a large apparel corporation um, and just really didn't feel like I got to be my own creative director. Um, I initially, just to give you additional background, um, I majored in fashion design and marketing. Okay. Um, did the whole interning in New York City, worked for a large magazine, came home, which at the time was Florida, um, and worked for this you know giant apparel corporation and 
felt like that feeling that a lot of entrepreneurs get when they're in those roles where like you're working for someone else's dream. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. And I've always been a super creative person and I just didn't have that outlet. I'm like, I got to figure this out. Like I need something for me. So I started the blog, um, really just jumped into it, thought it would be something casual. And then very quickly it started to kind of evolve um, where it wasn't so much, I was doing a lot of like DIY tutorials okay. and like crafting. I was just going to ask that. Yeah, like, like yeah. travel, um, a lot of different tips, but still one crafty mess, still very craft oriented. Yes. Um, and very quickly, I started connecting a lot with the women who were reading the blog and the questions I was getting was more about like, how could I do the same thing? Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, how could I start blogging? How does social media work? How do you do this marketing stuff? You know, do you take your own pictures? And I loved answering those questions yes. um, and started emailing, started meeting more people in the community who wanted to do things like that. And suddenly like within a year, I'm like, oh, I enjoy this part more than the actual blogging. <laughs> like, I'm not even enjoying yeah. what I'm doing. It started feeling like a chore just to run the blog when really I loved working with those women. Yeah. Um, Isn't that the best when you oh. are in the process of, you know, you know, I have an idea. This is what essentially will, you might not go into it thinking about making money, but this is what you like. But oh, yeah. then, you know, you're going down that path and then you realize that, hey, there's something else you know, kind of hidden within that. And, you know, even though you're, you might be selling A, people are saying, hey, what about like, B and C? Oh, yeah. Like, I really like B and C. And then, you know, sometimes you just, you know, you can either expand or you might be able to pivot and just kind of go into that next new thing. And that's pretty I awesome. I feel like pivoting in general has been like my entire origin story, <laughs> like from whether it was career or location or concentration, like, because with the blog, it was that, and then I kind of kept doing it, but felt almost like it's what I said I would do, so I have to keep doing it. Yeah. Um, and my husband, actually, we got to this point where like I was miserable with the company I was working for. I was looking for a new opportunity, and he's like, I feel like you are meant for something else, and really think about what is it that you're really great at, what do people gravitate towards you for, and it kind of became this evolution of the brand where I realized I'd rather be working with these women who want to know how to do this rather yeah. than doing it. Um, and then I relaunched as an official LLC um, two years ago. Okay. And congrats! I feel like thanks. I feel like people like you have to congratulate people. Oh heck when, yeah! Because you know, that 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 alone is a task. It you is, know. and it's also people don't always understand, but those little decisions to like make yourself official. Yes. And it's not even like oh, putting your money where your mouth is. Right. But it is steps to figure out. It's that next level, and so heck yeah! Like I patted myself on the back. I was super excited when I yeah. mailed in the check to the, like the secretary. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It felt big. And then when you have to then after that year, and then you have to pay the fee. To, to still, oh, to to stay, keep, yeah, to stay yeah. in good standing, like it kind of drives you to say, "Well, look, I'm not going to keep losing my money about no. this." So, you know, you wind up kind of like driving yourself to kind of keep pushing forward. Oh yeah. So right. I mean, that's that's pretty much. I registered as the LLC, and I ended up doing coaching. Um, I started teaching workshops and being okay. brought on by different people. At this point, I'd already moved to Winston Salem, mm-hmm. um, and started being outsourced, I guess, as a facilitator for workshops for female entrepreneurs. Oh, that's awesome. And honestly, just those little opportunities here and there started to just kind of spiral. And I started working one-on-one with clients and my brand just kept evolving. Um, It was amazing to be able to rebrand from this lifestyle blog into this entire business and now have services and all these amazing relationships and things that initially I did not even see coming. And just to really 
dive into where my heart was and explore that, even though it was terrifying. (laughs) Um, It's amazing now to look back and be like, this was always the path that was going to lead me here. And okay. it's it's still evolving. So. Right. That's awesome. So what I want to get into a little bit more is you know you kind of touched on the fact that the your client base was you know women entrepreneurs, people who wanted to get into uh, the blogging space or you know the social media space. So how did you? I guess how did you get those clients to come to One Crafty Miss the the blog site? Like what did you do, or how did you kind of hone those skills um, in order to capture you know these eyes the attention because now we're in a place where it's about who can have everyone's attention the most so how were you able to do that let's talk about that so in the beginning i it makes me feel old but like 2014 was not that long ago but however but that's a that's a that's a lifetime ago i know it's like a decade in like internet time oh i wasn't doing instagram like i am now i was me i maybe had a facebook page and felt super (laughs) official at the time I uh, did not know what Twitter was like, yeah. and it's crazy to now look at how my business runs and what my marketing tactics are compared yeah. to the beginning. Right. Um, so in the beginning, honestly, it was a lot of FaceTime with people. It okay. was me attending events, um, Etsy. A lot of um, Etsy sellers tend to be customers of mine, like okay. clients. So I attended like Tampa Bay has this big Tampa Bay Etsy crew event. So I was like, I'm going. And so right. okay, I was, sense. I wanted to go kind of where you think your people are. Yeah. Um, and I would hand out cards that had my blog and I would tell people, you know, hey, just so you know, like, I'd love to to get to know you more. You can hit me up here. Um, and I would just kind of get to know their product, what they're selling and see how long they've been in business and just kind of get a relationship going if it felt right. Sure. Um, and then from there, they would start, you know, checking out the website, maybe subscribe to the newsletter. Um, and that was kind of that beginning, but really it was a lot of me telling people, I mean, I have a very proud mother who <laughs> would be telling all of her coworkers, sharing things. Yeah, so look was, what my baby's doing. Oh, right? it was ridiculous. I'm like, you need to calm down. <laughs> like, um, and that was just then. And then I would say with the, because social media, it changes everything. It really does. Yeah, it does. Whether you are a mom and pop store, a one man show, a giant corporation, right. everyone is on social. Yes. So as I rebranded like two years ago, I would say that's when I really honed in even more. Okay. Um, on the marketing side of things on social media, not just having a presence, but really making it about campaigns, about connecting with my audience, showing them value, all that kind of stuff. Okay. All right. So, uh, I mean, if you don't mind, can you, um, let's take us, do you remember any of those campaigns that you may have done? Oh man. Oh, what does, what does that look like? You know, for, you know, if you say, if you have a new offering that you plan on rolling out, like what's your normal lead time before launching? Like, okay. So, one thing that, um, and well, we might get into this a little bit more, but waiting until you launch, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to wait till I'm ready. I'm waiting till my, my, you know, my new campaign's ready to go, my new product, my service is ready, and then I'm going to launch it. And I'm like, you're already late. Right. Um, yeah. You need to be like building buzz around something exciting coming. Yes. Unless you're Beyonce. I mean, you really need to right. tell people what's happening. <laughs> like, so, because yeah, we all know oh. what we were, we all know what we were when that digital dropped. Oh, right. I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> I don't have that kind of online presence. Um, one can only hope. Yeah. But I think in the beginning, really like leading up, creating kind of excitement, even if I knew it was on a smaller level, because my following was, I mean, was not anything crazy, yeah. especially when I was rebranding into the the coaching and the services and this big online community for One Crafty Mess. Yeah. So really, I ended up finding people who had been following me from the very beginning, who continued to want to be a part of what 
my brand was becoming. And I sent emails. I sent DMs on Instagram to them, and I told them what was happening. That, hey, you know, thank you so much for being a part of what I've been doing. And I I literally just sent like a cold email or DM to people Mm -hmm. asking them and inviting them to be a part of like a launch crew. Okay. Um, and I, That's different. I like it that. was well. I'm I had. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. It's. I'm telling you. It, I'm intrigued. It was. It was pretty awesome. Not gonna yeah. lie. I was a little nervous because anytime you put yourself out there, yeah, it's scary because it's scary as hell. It could fail. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or people are like, you have that fear of like, oh, are people gonna think I'm needy or that I'm asking for too much? But like, the answer is no, unless you ask. Exactly. So I'm a big fan of asking. I'm okay with no's at this point in my career. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just, I got some like general interest after I sent the emails from people saying, oh my gosh, yeah, I'd love to be a part of that. And all I asked was simply, if I were to send you a graphic and some information and use a certain hashtag or whatever, on this date, would you be willing to post and share with your audience? Okay. And I ended up thinking, oh, maybe I'll get like 10 to 15 people. Yeah. I reached out, I think, to like 50 people. Mm-hmm. And almost everyone said yes. That's awesome. That's so and, that, and so I ended up having that timeline where I'd been posting yeah. like, you know, two months to launch, one month to launch, and kind of got down. Right. And then I sent my launch team an email with the graphics. I gave them a couple different choices to match mm-hmm. their aesthetic um, and just a hashtag. And I even gave them the caption so they didn't have to think about it. Yeah, so you were very intentional. It I seems was. Like, like, yes. Because <laughs> thing is when you, because, you know, it's different when, a lot of times where, you know, if you do something like that, they're going to say, hey, I want, to, I want you to stick to my brand, right? Yeah. But I'm hearing that you're saying that you gave it to, you know, you may have used their color schemes or anything of that nature. Yeah, I tried to use, um, I had some brand photos of my, from like my brand photo shoot that I had done. Okay. Um, so I chose like two that represented the site well and the brand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I also had more of a graphic with like a quote because not everybody on their Instagram or Facebook uses photos. Yeah. So I tried to have three options for them. Um, and then the reason you provide a caption, honestly, it takes the guessing, like the guesswork out. It makes it makes where it's hard for them to say no because yeah. you literally like spoon fed it to them. Yeah. Cause literally all you have to do, if, even if you have something like Hootsuite, you know, oh, yeah. you know, now you can just place it in there, set it and forget it. And then, you know, you, you know, you might get surprised like, oh, I forgot this was even happening. Like, yeah. you, know, you, I get it. So you just kind of took, Literally, all you have to do is just copy, paste, and yeah. send. And then what's amazing is like if these are people that you're being intentional about asking, mm-hmm. it's because they, you already know they're kind of fans or they you know, enjoy or, or respect what you're doing. So even though I provided a caption, it was amazing the day that I launched to see how many people wrote something in addition to the caption. Um, and were really great about tagging me and sharing and telling their audience, like, hey, go check out this girl, Taryn. She works with creatives and helps them make more money and, you know, help them create their business. And so they all linked to my website, and it was a really great way to launch yeah. um, without a giant financial, you know, burden in yeah, there as well, especially no, no in the beginning. Yeah, undertaking. Okay. Yeah, so that was, that was definitely one big way, I would say, is setting it up ahead of time, yeah. being intentional about who and what you're, you're creating. Um, and then just going for it. Don't be afraid to try different things. All right. That's awesome. I'm definitely going to be, <laughs> I feel like uh, one, I'm going to re-listen to this once it's launched, you know, once this is out there and I'm probably going to be taking notes down like, hey, okay, nice. you know what? Got to do this. Got to do oh, that. Oh, create that launch crew. I'm telling you. Okay. It's great to have people no, in your I, corner. I, I, <laughs> as soon as you said that, I'm just like, okay, I'm like, I'm pinpointing who I oh, think. Yeah. Count me in. <laughs> okay. right, awesome. Awesome. All right. So with that, I'm sure that there were some things that, you know, when you were re- rebranding and you were you know, relaunching your official business and you are now reaching out to, uh, well, now marketing yourself into 
to reach out to different clients, yeah. I'm sure there was some some no nos, you know, that took place, right? So you, you know, the launch crew really helped you out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna make an assumption that you know, you, when you posted different things, you were more value driven in the sense of providing value to these different yes. potential clients. So, uh, were there any uh, any things that went wrong or any things that, you know, you say, hey, didn't really work out the, the way that you expected it to? I will say anytime that you're doing a rebrand, um, there is that fear a little bit of like the yeah. people that you already have on your side or already following you are suddenly not going to like this new direction. Okay. Yeah. And that they're is, used to the first. Thing, yes. Right? And that is a legit fear. But the reason it's not scary is because it's like catch and release. Like if these people aren't going to believe in what you're selling or what you're offering or the value you have, they're not your customer. So it doesn't matter if they're not there. Okay. I'd rather have a hundred followers who are just so in love. Yeah. And engaged and loving what I'm doing and feel really connected to me and I feel connected to them. Um, then, you know, 5,000 followers who just swipe by my stuff and yeah. aren't really. Yeah, cause a hundred people, a hundred people who will engage will most likely be, you know, the 20 people that would actually purchase. Yeah. Right. And then if you have the 5,000 people, it might be 1% of that. And then things, you know, not just get into the math of, of anything, but I mean, I'd rather have a higher engagement rate oh, than yeah. just just the the bare bodies of just, you know, the gross reach of these different things. Um, It's always for me, like a big lesson that I try to teach people and and myself. It's definitely quality over quantity on social media, almost in everything in life. Um, But I would say that seeing some people go and seeing people unsubscribe or, you know, unfollow or whatever can be a little scary at first. Um, But really it's a good thing. And learning that took a little bit at first because I was like, oh my gosh, like, okay. Everything's dropping. I'm like, where are my people going? <laughs> right. And and then because you yeah. work really hard to yeah. to get there, and you think that it makes sense, it's going to work out, and then yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. So and it takes time, but then it was amazing to then see the difference in the quality of the people. Okay. Because before people were just kind of chilling, hanging out. Maybe they'd read something, maybe comment every now and then, and then over the months after like rebranding and leading up to that rebrand and posting a lot of value, posting things that were serving an audience, not just like, like we talked about, like not, Oh, look at me and here's what I'm offering and blah, blah, blah. Um, people really got engaged. People started sharing their stories, sharing how they felt messaging, asking questions, talking. And it was like, you really start building relationships. Right. And at the end of the day, like that's why you're on social media to begin with. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So what we're going to do is going to take a quick break and then we are going to wrap things up. Okay. Sounds good. All right. And now we're back. All right, so that was really great talking about like how One Crafty Miss kind of came up and how you learn how to hone those skills. So what I want to do, I want to, you know, normally this sec- next part would be our wrap-up section called Concept Startup Growth. But I wanted to kind of go through an exercise with you that I feel like that can really uh, be a little bit more more value, right? Okay. And then we did talk about you know being able to pivot and stuff like that. So I feel like this is one of those great moments where we could pivot and you know drive more value rather than our regular schedule programming. So with that, what I want to do is I want to talk about some of the common mistakes that you may see, you know, with your clients and with your you know potential clients, or while you're just cruising through the internet, you know, what are some things that you know some of the common mistakes that you see. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the top five mistakes that you see on social media. All right. All right. Sounds good. All right. Now let's get into it. 
The first one. The first one. Honestly, is, and this might seem silly, but like just waiting too long to get started okay. with like having a social media account and actually posting to that social media account. Um, something I live by and it's hard as a type A perfectionist um, <laughs> is that like done is better than perfect. Okay. And I think people wait and they're like trying to hone this brand and all these things and oh, I'm going to start posting once I'm doing this or I'll start, you know, doing that or whatever. And it's like, you have to wait a little bit to make sure you're being intentional on stuff. Yes. Yes. But you can't keep just putting it off. Right. Because social media, that's how you're going to connect with people. It's it's just such an amazing layer for your marketing and building those relationships and getting clients to see who you are and connect with you. And they just wait where they'll have someone who's been in business a year. And I'm like, oh, well, what, you know, let me see your social media accounts. Like, oh, I mean, I'm just still not ready. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can understand that. So basically, you said that the, the first one is about waiting too long to post, right? Yeah. So what's the next one? Let's kind of, let's kind of go right into it. So, um, which might sound funny, but on the opposite side of that is like posting just to post. Okay. Like it's on your to-do list, check, social media was done, and I continue on my way. Yeah. Um, I feel like so many people do that and they have no intention behind what they're actually posting. Just, but they're literally just trying to get in your face. They just want yeah. you to see me. They feel like it's just something, I'm a business owner <laughs> and this is what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And so I'll tell people about what I'm doing and, yeah. and who I am and what I'm selling. Yeah. Um, but really, again, your, your followers are going to, they can smell inauthenticity a yeah. mile away. Yes, they can. Um, that's and they, they don't have no problem calling you out about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, to to pick you back off that, like yeah, I definitely think that um, posting without any substance, you know, is like you say, it's just an empty shell. Yeah, and I think you risk people thinking that your brand is a bot or than anything else. So, you know, this I can't tell. I feel like now people are so used to how things were going the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're not doing something that just actually truly adds some value to, you know get them to double tap or to get them to you know read your caption because you mm-hmm. know first it has to you know it's the same for Instagram like it has to be visually appealing yeah. or it has to be you know engaging and then and consistent and like consistent. with your brand like yeah. if you're all over the place and you're just like getting these posts out checking them off your list and you're not thinking ahead yeah and like thinking about who you want to be right people no one is going to want to follow that you know like cuz you're not getting anything out of it they don't feel that that bond to your brand yeah and it's funny so your second one kind of covers two of mine okay. so the next thing that i have was being consistently inconsistent and that can be in terms of your cadence in terms of if you train your your potential clients or the people who are on your social media account that you are going to post three times a week mm-hmm. and it's going to be either at 9am or 12pm you know that kind of that's you know it being sporadic like that can oh, yeah. be a turn off right See, and even with the 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 content itself like if oh yeah you know the cadence is one but the messaging is another and the value that's being driven is another so you have to be consistent with definitely how that and goes. consistent consistency looks different for everyone and i think that's what's hard too to drive that home with some people they're like do i need to be posting on every platform every single day to be successful the answer is no. I'm no. like, well, do I need to post like five times a day, two times a day? And I'm like, consistency is going to be your best friend. Yeah. And so what does that look like to you? If you're someone who can post every day, rock on, keep it going. If you can post three times a week, 
pick your days like you said. Are you someone who's posting every day at noon or like every other day at noon? Then keep that going. What is something you can keep up with? Because like you said, like your audience is going to get used to that. The algorithm is going to get used to that. Like you're going to show up in people's feeds. So it's important to to really hone in on that and figure out like what does consistency look like to me and what do I want that to look like to my audience? Okay. All right. It's all good on that one. What's number three? Uh, Number three, I have just having an entire feed about like self-promotion. Okay. Um, it's really about creating a brand culture um, and having people know what you stand for, what your mission is, who you are, and why they'd want to follow you to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hear this all the time, and, and especially in the entrepreneur circle of things, but like people don't want to buy from businesses. They want mm-hmm. to buy from people. From people. Okay. So that's, having, that's a great way of putting it. Yeah. Like, yeah. and your social media, that is one of the best marketing tools to show that like, hi, I'm a person yeah. behind this business. Like some, some of us want our small businesses to look super professional, which is amazing. Of course we want that, but there's a benefit to not being a corporation. Like we are the face of our business. Even if you have a small team, showcase that, let people connect with you, let them know like, Hey, by the way, it's me, Taryn. Like I'm the girl running things around yeah. here because people are going to really feel that connection and, and understand. And that's going to make like that trust start to form. Okay. And when you trust someone, you're way more willing to spend your time with them and spend your money with them and recommend them to people. So I think we forget that sometimes. All right. I um, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think I struggle with that often because I you want to be in a place where you want the product or your service to yeah. speak for itself more than saying, Hey, it's just for me. Right. And it and it gets into other, you know, other nuances in regards to, you know, like when you're promoting your business and things of that nature because you know, you only make one, you know, good for one good first impression. So, you know, you want it to be more based on like, hey, you know, at least for me, I want it to be yeah. more based on this is what the cool things that we're working on and this is how it can be beneficial to you. But then I realized while saying it, I'm kind of contradicting myself because and I, I think we spoke about it before here was that I felt like the podcast was the best way that I would have been able to portray the story and be able to push the story um, because, you know, people are just able to hear exactly what we're looking to do. And I don't think having a logo, you know, speaking will just do that justice. So yeah, because also with, like a podcast, like when we create content, like a podcast or a blog post or an Instagram post or whatever, the whole point is there is you're offering value. So being yeah. able to offer your audience, small business, like backgrounds and understanding what those experiences look like and what those next steps could be and giving something relatable, that's all where that value content comes from right. rather than having a podcast yeah. where you're like, hi, these are the services I offer. Here's how much it costs. Buy from me. You can click this link. Like yeah. that's where you lose people. And it's right. so, it's just mind boggling to me that some brands just continue to just that self-promotion constantly like, Hey, here's a sale. Hey, here's this new thing I have. All yeah. this. And instead like show who you are, show who you want to be as a brand, right. do something that reaches out to the client. Like, has has it very relatable? Um, show a behind the scenes of something in your business. People love to know what's going on. Again, showing that you're a small business is okay. Yeah. Um, I think just kind of leaning on who you are as a brand and who you want to be, and staying super consistent in that part of things too, okay. is really important. All right. So two things for me to how I'm summarizing this. So this kind of goes out to um, 
I'm sure you're familiar with Gary V. Um, one of the big things that he's been pushing lately, and I haven't, I didn't know what to call it, is that it's about you should document and not create. You know, so Ooh. in the sense of documenting the journey or documenting what you're doing is more engaging content than to be able to say packaging something and you know this nice little box and then uh, mm-hmm. giving it out and it's not to say that you don't do that but when you want to connect with, with folks and you want to kind of show that authenticity documenting is the best thing and it's just like hey you know people will appreciate the journey that you're taking to get to you know that yeah. milestone and stuff like and that. they appreciate you taking them on that journey with you yeah okay um i work a lot with makers and, and creatives and artists and things and one of the kind of content rules I'll tell them is like, show a little bit about what you're doing. If you're a painter, show your studio, show that you're painting, show the canvas that you purchased. Um, you know, if you're a jewelry maker, show yourself assembling your earrings, like let them in on some of that. Cause also it, it, again, it makes it more real to them that, you know, again, I'm the only person behind this business, but at the same time you're showing the actual monetary value because you're putting so much effort into what you do. They get to see your service or your product being created and what goes into that. And I think it helps um, even when they invest in something for themselves or buy a gift for someone or when they're doing that from you, they really understand more where it came from. Okay. Okay. And the last thing I had on that was uh, when you, about the whole self-promotion thing is that it's like popping the, fir- the question on the first date. And this thing, to be honest, like, yeah. I feel like it's kind of self-explanatory. Like, you just don't do it. It's going to be awkward. You know, uh, one thing, you know, when it comes to social media that people uh, you, you should understand is that you should operate as if there's always going to be someone net new to your page, right? Someone yeah. net new to, because you know, it's going to be the people who, who are, you know, who might follow you over time. So you don't want the first thing that they see to be, it's an ask. You don't want to be yep. asking them to buy from you the first thing. And, you know, you wouldn't want that to happen anywhere you go. No, it's a relationship. It's awkward then. <laughs> buying a car anywhere. So I think yeah. that's just kind of keeping that in mind. I love that. There was a quote um, that I had included. I'd heard someone say it once. It was amazing. But it's like content marketing in general. Mm-hmm. Like content marketing is a long-term relationship. It's not a one-night stand. Like it's <laughs> it's going to take time. Yeah. It's going to, you know, you it's going to. Yes, exactly. You got to build. It's right. not just like a one and done thing. That's funny. All right. So let's get into the, uh, the next one. Right. We're on four, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so number four for me is shouting into the void to be heard. Okay. Um, at the end wow. of the day, like on social media, it sometimes can feel like a fight. It can feel like we are shouting and we're like, oh my God, look at me. Like someone notice, someone follows, someone interact, like what is going on? And I think when we put that much pressure on it, you're not giving your customer really what they deserve. Okay. Um, it's really about like, this opportunity to meet your customers where they are um, and really just creating authentic connection Um, because, and I said that earlier, just relationships, that's what everything in business comes down to. Um, It's not just, Oh, look at me, look at me, but like, don't worry about them finding you worry about you finding them and offering them something that they actually care about and want. Okay. Okay. All right. And and it's so funny how this kind of goes into my fifth one and my last one. But I called it bash tags or hashtag bash tags, right? And that basically that um Tell me these, tell me more about so this. These, I like so, this. So, so these things so you know, basically I was saying like people are being bashful with using hashtags where oh, yeah. they aren't using them enough. And I think that is one of the best ways to kind of help you find those individuals rather than, you know, hoping that you they find you. Right. So, you know, now there's a whole bunch of things where 
you know, you want to use certain hashtags that, you know, don't have a million different people who yeah. have used it because, you know, you're going to get lost. You get the, lost in the shuffle. Right. And, yep. So, you know, kind of using that or finding ways to like, you know, kind of almost hack the algorithm of, you know, saying, hey, like finding these, you know, these keywords that people are using, but are more in the, you know, less than 100,000 you know, yeah. range or something in between there. So I think that's, you know, while you should not be, you know, uh, screaming into the void to be heard. But sometimes if you don't have the light on people to know that you're there, you know, oh, exactly. Can, no. And I love that. And I love that you're talking about like be intentional about the hashtags you're using too. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of people get tripped up there. Like, okay, well, am I hash- like if you're a bakery, like hashtag bakery, no. not going to do nothing. And the thing is, <laughs> and you got to think about it. There's a reason why yeah. Twitter, Twitter created hashtags and then everyone else started to use them too. So like, you Absolutely. have, so you have to remember that, that, you know, sometimes, you know, even though one place created it, you know, people start adapting, adopting it and it's clearly for a reason. So, you know, yeah. get into it. Definitely. All right. So what's number five? Number five. Okay. So number five for me is a, is a close to home one, Okay, but number five is just like, don't fall into the trap of like measuring you and your business's value by social media. Like you're more than you're following. Right. Don't let the amount of likes or engagement on a post or on your profile determine how well you're doing as a business owner. Because at the end of the day, like it's BS. Like, okay. Um, and I think as, it's so funny. It's like it's like use this, but don't be consumed by it. Yeah, because right. honestly, like it's true. Even with um, when it comes to like consuming versus creating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes someone's like, I'll talk to clients like, well, I spent five hours today on social media and trying to find clients or trying to, you know, create things that look cohesive in my feed and all these things. But is that directly impacting like the money in your pocket right now? Right. Okay. You know, like, yes, it's a phenomenal tool. I owe a lot of my business to having relationships on social media and building those accounts. Right. But guess what? If I don't post, my business isn't going to crumble. I mean, it's a phenomenal tool. I want to use it. But if, if you can't take a week off of social media without your business, saying, your business totally disintegrating, you're probably not in a great spot. Okay. You know? There's more work that needs to be done. Yeah, there's other things. And so let it be a tool and a resource and a great way to connect and showcase who you are as a brand and, and add traffic to your site and who you are and all that good stuff. But don't let it determine like how valuable you feel about what you're doing. There are so many other ways to really feel like you have that value and to see progress in your business. Did you get some, le- even if no one is signing up through social media for your services or buying your product from it, that's okay. Like it's going to happen if you're doing the right things mm-hmm. and you're, you're honing in on what does that really look like for you. But at the same time, there's other ways to monitor your success. I mean, did you get another inquiry online? Did your traffic spike in another way? Um, do you feel like you learned something new as a business owner that you know you would have had to have outsourced, but you put the time and effort in, and now you know how to do that thing? Right. Like, there's so many things to feel good about, and I just I want to. I think that's one of the biggest mistakes people make is, oh, you know, I I got a hundred more followers this this week. That's awesome. Like, you should yeah. feel super good about it. But then the next week, if you have no followers, don't suddenly feel bad. Okay. Right. Don't let that take away any of that pride as a business owner. All right. Understand. All right. So that was the top five mistakes that we think that, you know, are most common with social media. So now what we're going to do is get straight into hashtag comfort zone killer. So 
what this is, um, Taryn, is essentially a call to action to our listeners to um, kind of be able to use this to kind of create uh, a sense of inspiration or something where, you know, if they kind of go through that low light through the middle of the week or they need to find a way to get over on hump day, you know, this is something that they can use and I'd help them drive them forward until the next episode of Open Up Shop. So this could be a quote, lyric, anything. So what do you got for us? So in the very beginning of the episode, when we talked about kind of what that that starter was like and what that origin story for me was, um, there is a quote that I go back to all the time as I'm moving my business forward and feeling a little bit like I don't have what I need and I get a little bit of that overwhelm that we all feel, especially midweek when things start to feel heavy. Right. Um, so I'm actually going to go ahead and read it, but there is a quote that I really want you guys to hear and it's from Arthur Ashe. Um, it's, start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. All right, one more time, one more time. Repeat that one more time. So. All right. So again, I'm, I'm trying to really, really I'm trying drink to, yeah. this in yeah, because I'm trying, I'm trying I can't, in. I can't tell you how many times this right. has been like that, that punch to the gut that I've needed as an entrepreneur. Yeah. Um, but it's start where you are, use what you have, do what you can. Okay. In other words, do it, get started, go forward, move. Don't, don't give yourself that excuse of, oh, if I only had more time because I'm working two jobs, if I only had more money because I don't have enough funding right now, if, you know, I only had a second person on staff to help me with this. Don't let those things hold you back. Just go for it. Use what you have. Lean on someone. You know all of those things. Um, and I hope that 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 really inspires people. Yeah, that's a, that is a super dope quote. I really love that. I have it literally. I have it in my car. I have it on my phone. <laughs> I have it at my desk. Like yeah. it's just one of those things that reminds me. Like we can all lean on excuses, mm-hmm. and sometimes those excuses are real. You know, but you're doing this because you were meant to. And if you have a passion for something, it's not by mistake. So okay. keep going. All right. So in other words, do it live, guys. Do it live. live. (laughs) All right. So, Taryn, I really want to thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I know we've been going back and forth to make this happen, but this was a super, super dope episode, and I really appreciate it. No, thank you so much for having me. I love the topic that we decided on. This has been wonderful. Right. So can you let everyone know where they can find out more about you and One Crafty Mess or anything else that you may be into? Yeah, absolutely. So you can head over to the One Crafty Miss website. It's O-N-E, one crafty miss.com. Okay. Um, I love to hang out with you guys on Instagram. Um, I'm on you know Facebook and Twitter, but Instagram is really where, where it's at for me and my brand. Um, if you go over and check me out at, at One Crafty Miss blog, um, you'll be able to find me. Definitely shoot me a message if you have a question on your business. I love getting to connect with new people in the, in the community and anyone listening right now. Um, I do want to also mention, if you're someone who just is really seeking that clarity in your brand, in your business, figuring out what does this look like, you know, you have these goals, but you just don't know what those steps look like to get you there, that is my happy place. That is where I love to live with people um, and figuring out what can that look like and not putting a cap on it. Um, I offer the one-on-one coaching, um, social media strategy sessions, branding, messaging sessions, um, all, all the different things. If you're interested in learning what it might look like to work together, I'd love to learn more about your business and see kind of what those goals are and how we could get you there. Um, if you want to head over to the onecraftymiss.com website and just click on services, um, there'll be some information on all of those wonderful things from the one-on-one sessions to group coaching. Okay. Um, go ahead and click there or even hit the contact page and just shoot me a message. 
um, one quick last thing um, I did want to mention. I would absolutely love if anyone's listening and has just been listening to this episode and feeling on fire for their social media and they're ready to dive into a social media strategy and get to showcase their brand and connect with their ideal customer. I want to offer a special personal social media strategy discount on my sessions. Um, that would be, they're typically 175 guys. I'd love to offer it for 125. If you want to go ahead and use code OPIN shop when you check out, if you want to go ahead and send me a DM on Instagram, let me know that you're interested in scheduling your social media session and I will get you all set up. All right. Awesome. So make sure you guys go to her website, onecraftymiss.com. All right. So, Again, I really do appreciate it. Yeah, and absolutely. So All right, so now for you listeners, make sure you tune in next week for your weekly dose of Make It Happen. But in the meantime, if you want to learn more about the journey, you can do that by following me on all platforms at EA the Exec and learn more about OpenShop at OpenShop US. Now go get your journey started and build your idea, project, or business. But just remember, all you have to do is open up shop. Peace. <laughs>